Hey guys, welcome to another special, well, every episode of Blush and Beauty, the web's premiere podcast about makeup, is special. But this one is extra special. Do you know why, Stan? Nah. Well, I'm going to tell you why. Because we at Blush and Beauty have formed a very special partnership with Boda Box, which I know all of our listeners know about. The monthly beauty box that you pay low, low price of thirty nine ninety nine, And then they just mail you like a bunch of random samples in a box. And you can just be like, wow, this doesn't work at all with my skin tone. And I don't even wear this kind of makeup. But this is cool. This is a good value. Like, you, you, you know Boda Box? You know what, Stan? Right? right? Um, it's a good product. It's a good product because they work with us. Okay. And we have picked out Yep. So the special I don't know why you don't know about this. This is kinda of, this doesn't make any sense. But we've picked out a lot of special makeup brand things. Mm. It's colors that we think are great for everyone to use. So we're gonna tell you a little bit about those today. Uh this one is an eyeliner. It's called Sawdust. It's got a really distinct beige color mm. that really it just blends really well you know wait why would you want why would you want your eyeliner to blend with your skin well if you can blend it what i mean is you can blend it with other eyeliner why wouldn't i just i don't understand because sometimes you want to mix the beige eyeliner with this sparkly eyeliner this one's called phantom dust Mm-hmm. And this is a really good. If you blend them together, they look really. That's why I put them both in Blush and Beauty's secret special uh, Boda box, the monthly delivery service for garbage. Wait, I D- thought you said it's not garbage. I no, I said it's a great service. That's I just said that. I said it's a great, <laughs> is it worthwhile service. Oh, okay. Uh, and this one, this one's my personal favorite. This is a special color of concealer. Here it's just I I love we they gave us the ability to also name all of these and it's got our name right it's beautiful Stan Stan what read us the it's just wonderful read us the name of this concealer just tell us what it, just read us to the people uh it's it's um this what's a concealer I don't I don't even anyway it's called deep dish skillet cookie <laughs> you're right Stan it is. <laughs> That's exactly what it's called. You, you got, you nailed it. You got, you read it. Oh, so if you guys want to also wear deep dish skillet cookie, here's what you got to do: go to bodabox.com, sign up for the monthly box. It's thirty nine ninety nine, right? And then yeah. after you get your first box, go to the website and go to your profile and say, "I want to sign up for an extra special box." And then scroll through all the, the hundreds of and just get to the blush and beauty one, give them an extra twenty dollars, and then the next box you get will be a different box. And if you go to the website and say, Hey, this is the secret box you sent me, they say, Okay, well you got the secret code. Now we can send you blush and beauty's box. That's true. And that's how you get <laughs> that's how you'll be able to get your full size sample. A deep dish skillet cookie. 
<laughs> the concealer. <laughs> if you look. Oh man. Oh oh. Dude. Okay. Real talk though, Stan. If your if your skin looks more similar to a deep dish skillet cookie than skin that you need to conceal blemishes with it. <laughs> you got problems, bro. Oh, you right. Dude. You right. Oh, man. Whew. All right. Hey. I think we're ready to do the Bear vs. Bandcast, oh, the video just... game podcast about video <laughs> games. <laughs> and... <laughs> The video game podcast about video games and also nothing. Man, I t- when I was, like, thinking of that, like, little gag, whatever you want to call that, that bit. Yeah. I was like, man, I think BotaBox is, like, a real thing. Like, I think it's, like, an actual service or something. There is something like, that gets you makeup to your house. Oh, there's more than one thing, for sure. But I couldn't remember what it was called because I don't know. Like, I don't know. Right. And so, I don't think, apparently I never knew, because I looked up BotaBox, and I was like, if it's something real, I don't necessarily want to use it. Like, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And BotaBox is a brand of boxed wine. So, that's how I knew oh, what that was. okay. Right. And so, I was just like, well, I have to use that now, because that just is perfect. That works. Yeah. <sighs> okay. We got it out of our system a little bit. I think we're ready to talk about video games and th- video game-related content. And I think we're also ready to introduce ourselves. Oh. Alright. Um, I'm Ryan. I'm Nick. This is the Bear vs. Mancast. And we're going to talk about video games. This and is deep dish skillet cookies. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> Why is it the funniest thing I've ever said on this podcast? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Because... Because we were expecting, we were not expecting you to say deep dish skillet cookie. Nobody was. <laughs> Nobody was. Oh, okay. So today is October twenty first. It's an early podcast week, kind of for us. Do you do you uh, know what else today is, Nick? Uh, episode thirty. The recording of the episode thirty five of the Bear vs. Bandcast. It's also another thing. Um, I think it might be PewDiePie's girlfriend's birthday. Yep, that was it. Either that or it was yesterday. One of the two. Hey, um, okay, so they live in the UK, right? Uh, uh, where's the international dateline? Um, I'm not sure. Is it between us and the UK? No, right? No, I think it's, um... I'm thinking of, uh, the Grand Meridian. it's, It's basically between Alaska and Russia. Oh, okay. Like basically. Yeah, I think her birthday was yesterday. Okay. Um, shout out. Happy birthday, PewDiePie's girlfriend. Um, yeah, because I, I think no, I know it's what I'm today. Of. It's today. Her I birthday? It. Yeah. Oh, happy. Well, by the time you hear this, it's going to be belated because she's a big fan of the show. That's true. Uh, PewDiePie's uh, girlfriend. Uh, this is the only podcast she well, subscribes to. So it's it's funny, even though he has a podcast, he doesn't listen to that fucking trash. Wait, PewDiePie has a, car, a podcast? Uh, actually, I don't know if he does it anymore. Oh, fuck that guy. He did, it, he did it at one point. Because right. he just has to have his fingers in all <clears throat> of the pies. So what I was thinking of when I thought the International Dateline was like in the Atlantic Ocean, I was thinking of the Grand Meridian, mm. which is like a little bit west of like the UK, I think. And that's like the, the, the point. That's like zero. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's zero time. That's like plus, like we're minus 
three hours from Grand Meridian time. Oh, I think we're minus five hours. Well, yeah, but we're minus something, and then, like, Europe is plus a couple. Plus. Mm. That's what I was thinking when I think of the International Daylight. That'd, that'd be crazy, though, if you just crossed the Atlantic Ocean and it was tomorrow. That'd be nuts. Yeah. You know what else is nuts? What? Sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should we talk about sandwiches again? Uh, we can. I had a sandwich tonight, so... Oh, man, I don't think I had any sandwiches. Well, uh, I, I've i eaten... I had sandwiches at work, but those don't count. I just eat those for sustenance. Mm, truth. They mean nothing to me. Truth. Uh, what did, did I have any sandwiches? I have any sandwiches. Uh, one time I took... So at some point today, or this past week, uh, I really... I had some pumpkin butter... Mm-hmm. From Trader Joe's pumpkin butter, and I was like, "Man, I want to eat this, but I don't have anything to do with it." So you just stuck a spoon in that bad boy and went to town. No, because the jar is big enough that I probably could have just knocked that that out in one sitting if I really did it that way. Mm-hmm. No, I spread it on like a like a flat bread, okay, Not like a pizza or something, but just like a flat bread. Okay, I put it on there, I warmed it up in the microwave, and I rolled it up, mm-hmm. and then I just ate it, and it was pretty good. Okay, it's pretty right. good. It was pumpkin buttery. Mm-hmm. I like pumpkin. Uh, pumpkin's okay. Pumpkin spice things are good, but ultimately, like sometimes I just want pumpkin. I like pumpkin. I don't like pumpkin spice. I like some things that are pumpkin spice. You ever had cookie butter from Trader Joe's? Mm, I don't shop at Trader Joe's, so I didn't. You don't. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't say I shop at Trader Joe's either, but I've had cookie butter. The last time I went to Trader Joe's, I. Uh... Was in San Diego. <laughs> you know, last time I went to Trader Joe's, oh, that's because that's all they got over there. One time I went to a Trader Joe's when I was in San Diego. That one time I was in San Diego, which was like three years ago to the day. Yeah. Um, I was, like, I literally think, like, today was the, the day. day that we hung out in San Diego three years ago. Uh, that um, might be true. I'm going to just double check this because Time Hop is a good, Bearfoot's Mancast brought to you by Time Hop, the app. It's free. Fact. I want to. I want to eat minestrone. Um. I uh, yeah. I checked three years ago today. It was a Sunday. I checked in at Lolita's Taco Shop on Yelp. Oh, and okay. also Tajima Noodle House. Oh, we went there. Yeah, we did. We had like tall Sapporos. Oh, dude, it it is three years ago. Three years ago, exactly. Fuck memories. Dude. Uh, I lost the story that I was talking about. Oh yeah, I went to that Trader Joe's. Yeah, and uh, we're just like. Like, my parents and I were just, like, I was, like, I think my mom was asking about snacks or something. Or, like, someone recommended to her some, like, dried chocolate-covered acai berry snacks or something like that. And it goes, like, the dude was seriously, like, the most legit, like, surfer dude I've ever seen in okay. my entire life. Like, yeah. he was completely unironically, like, the shaggy blonde hair. And, like, he was, like, oh, yeah, dude. Like, he basically, a lot something along the lines of, like, he's, like, oh, yeah, man, why I get some of those st- chocolate covered whatever snacks whatever like dude i'll just like rage on a whole bag by myself bro like he did like that's basically i'm paraphrasing yeah that's a, that's a real uh that's a that's a real person you can see in california i couldn't believe it yeah like I, I thought those people were just myths just like how people in california are probably just like there's no such thing as a new yorker those are just like funny movie tale people and then you go to new york and you're just like oh okay oh, they're fuck. everywhere all right uh, but yeah, that's pretty much the extent of it. I'm sure I've had di- another sandwich. I'm trying to think really hard, but I probably I had, didn't. I had a sandwich. Is an apple pie a sandwich? No. 
to uh, pie. It's, it's between two pieces of bread pie crust stuff. <laughs> yeah, pie crust kind of like bread. Do you just, put a top crust on your apple pie? Oh, every time. Uh, I don't think I do. What, do you like crumble? Crumble? No. Like a crumble on I, it? I think I just don't put a thing on top. <laughs> what? That's not a pie then. That's it's, to- like it's a- to- totally a pie. That's like a reverse pot pie at that point. Top, top crust is not uh, pie. You got to um, have something on top. You got to put like a crumb. Like, you got to put like, a crumble. You got to put Pe- not like. Pecan not like pie a- don't got nothing on top, motherfucker. Pecan pie got pecans on top. That's not how that works. Then that's like sugar pie with pecans. Well, the pecans are in the filling, but you also have to put the pecans on top because, A, you want the person eating it to know that it's pecan pie. See, we don't put B- pecans inside. I'm sorry, what? We, we, there's like, okay, so, uh, traditional, like, Ryan's mom's pecan pie is like a filling that consists of mostly brown sugar and dates. Oh, okay. And then, how about corn syrup? Uh, there might be. Dark, yeah, syrup. I think you gotta have corn syrup in there to make it, like, nice and solid and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then we just sprinkle pecans over it. Like a like an ass load. I'm sure like some of them like sink into the filling yeah. because physics. But well, a lot of them stay on top, and they they're the top crust of that pie. Yeah, but I don't. So you really just you do like an open face pie. I don't even... like you just put a a one <clears throat> thing in the bottom, one pie crust in the bottom. You fill it full of apples and just put it in the oven. Okay, the just... apples wouldn't even cook properly. See, I don't even know because I don't make pie, so I might be like full of shit. Very possible. Um, uh, see, all I know is that my mom wouldn't, like, she probably wouldn't take the time to make two pie crusts. A lot of pie crust recipes, I find, come with two. Like, it makes enough for two. Oh. But then you gotta, like, roll out two. I think she's, like, fuck apple pie, and she just makes apple crumble. It's way easier. Yeah, you can make, like, apple crisp. You can make apple crisp in the microwave, for God's sakes. Like, yeah. whatever. You know, you do you. Yeah, you do. All I'm saying is just keep it 100. You make an apple pie. Keep it 100. Keep it 100. That's all I'm trying to say. Keep your shit tight. All I'm saying is that when you're you're podcasting, just keep it video games. Oh, we we haven't. Uh, Real quick, though, that sandwich Uh hit me. What what, what, really scared me taste? Okay, uh, so I'm experimenting. This is a longer conversation. Oh, shit. I fucked up. But, so, um, I'm experimenting with turkey breasts. Because um, okay. uh, at Thanksgiving uh, we do this thing where I separate the the dark meat from the white meat before I cook it. Right. Okay. Um, in order to because they cook at different times. They do. No, so, you're Ryan, you're right. You're right. So if you have the means to remove your legs and thighs from your breast from your turkey, I highly recommend you do so. Um, anywho, so you brine them both in the same solution. Uh, so, last year, yes, but this year I'm going to sous vide the turkey breast. Right, you're a madman, you know that? Yeah. You and your family turned Thanksgiving into a freaking Olympic event. It's the, it's the only holiday that matters. Hmm. Like, straight up. All the other holidays are, like, totally negotiable. Like, oh, we can make this, we can do that, blah, 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 nothing matters. Like, I think this year on Christmas Eve we're having lasagna. Because fuck it, who cares? Christmas Day 
my family and I, we eat pizza. That's fucking sick. And one time my mom was like, how about we don't get pizza? And I was like, what? What are you talking about? How is that even possible to celebrate Christmas without getting pizza? This is how we have Christmas, mom. And she was like, oh, like she, she's like, oh, I didn't know you cared so much. I was like, yes, of course. Of course, mom. I had to have dump cake on my birthday. I had to have pizza on Christmas. The fuck's dump cake? Oh, man. Now that's a conversation. All right. Dump cake. Okay, here's dump cake. Okay. It's like a, it's like a golden cake mix. It's golden cake mix, cherry pie filling, a can of crushed pineapple, and butter. Have I ever eaten this dump cake from you? I bet you have. Was I a small child? Uh, no, I've literally had it every year on my birthday for, like, the past 15 years, at least. Mm. Maybe not 15, but there's one time, like, within the past 10 years, I was just like, Mom, this is what it's going to be every year. So, like, even so much as when I was at school, they came to visit me on my birthday and brought me dump cake. Sick. Or, like, my, my mom was in <clears throat> Philadelphia for my birthday this past year. Mm-hmm. She, my dad went to, go vi- went to go visit, and she made dump cake there and sent it back home with him six hours <laughs> in a car to bring it to me. Because <laughs> dump cake matters, bro. Dump cake matters. That's it. Hashtag dump cake matters. So, anyway, I sous vide a turkey breast. Sous vide it? Okay. I, I, I sous vide I sous vide the turkey breast. Um, it came out pretty good. I want to make some minor adjustments. Did you sear it? Um, so what I did was I put it in a bag. I sprinkled salt and pepper on it. Uh, I sous vide it for mm-hmm. three hours at 135 degrees Fahrenheit. That's not hot enough. It is hot enough. And then I took because I took it out of the bag. I preheated the oven to 500 degrees and I shoved that in there. And then this... it, it it got to one sixty five in 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 how long how long uh, I didn't it's it wasn't you you can't you can't eat it then oh no okay so real talk real talk um you can serve a chicken that's cooked to one hundred and thirty five if that chicken has been cooking for three hours bullshit I'm Fucking... never eating your chicken. I'm fucking just, just kidding. Do you want an FDA chart? Because I'll get you one. Uh, yeah, it should make me feel a lot better. I'm kind of a germaphobe when it comes to that kind of stuff. I'll, I'll get you one. Anyway, uh, so I, I've been eating that. Uh, I made a turkey sandwich with like, um, mayonnaise and um, man, what a, what a way to ruin that sandwich. And uh, but it was like curried mayonnaise, and then I put like. Huh. I kind of made, like, chick- turkey salad, but, like, I didn't. So, like, I just, like, sprinkled some pecans on there and some, like, craisins. It was kind of good. I was going to say, like, you got to get some some something, some cranberries or raisins or grapes or something in there. Yeah. I put some craisins in there. What kind of bread are we talking about? Uh, I All I had was a hoagie roll. So, so uh, you know, when in Rome. When in you Rome. Hoagie roll, you eat a hoagie roll. <laughs> like... What's in the fridge right now? I got hoagie rolls. I got hoagie roll. I, I don't got... keep my bread in the fridge. What are you doing? Oh no, of course not. I'm just saying. Like you look, you look around. You're like, what, what we got around here? Like what we got? We got hoagie rolls. Um, we got meatballs, and we got Dijon mustard. Boom. Done. Dijon mustard meatball subs. Keep it one hundred. Mm-hmm. I still don't believe you about 135 turkey breasts, though. Hey, man. It's gross. You're going to kill everybody. <clears throat> millions, millions are dead. Video games. Aw, oh, dude. 
Video games. You played video games this week. I did. Somehow you found time between sous-viding turkey breast to improper temperatures. You found time to play video games and also keep it 100, which is I, good. I kept it That's 100. Good. You you played 100 video games. I'm gonna take a picture of this graph and then send it to you via text. Do message. it. Do it. It's very interesting. Do, do you want to tell about the video games? Do you want to tell tell the people about the yeah. video games now? Um. Do you want to talk about a game we both played? Yep. Okay. Um, uh, we played Downwell. Yeah, we sure did. I played uh, a lot more of it than you did. I think. Yes. That, <clears throat> I, yes, that is true. I, I feel like Downwell, so when I saw Downwell was out. Game of the year? It, oh. like, it, it, like, jogged my memory in a weird way. I had, like, Deja Vu, but I, I don't think I've ever seen this game before, but I feel like. Did you, you didn't go to PAX, did you? No, you not, didn't. Not this past year. I played it at PAX, so that's how I knew about it. Maybe you told me about it when you got back from uh, PAX East? I think I did. I think I did. Check the tape. Uh, no, that's going to take way too long. I think I did. Um, yeah, so I, 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 I played a bunch of this game. And I was kind of like lukewarm uh, on it at PAX East because I had to play yeah. it on the phone. I'm pretty sure that that is that is how I know about it because you told me about it. Yeah, um, I think I told you about East. it. Um, so I I had to play it on a phone because uh, that's what they had. Um, and I was like, oh, this is this is okay. Uh, it plays like a phone game, so I hate it. Um, <laughs> so I was like, it's oh, it's like a deep dish skillet cookie. This is garbage. So like, fast forward to like a week ago, and I follow, I think it's Devolver Digital. On yep. uh, on Twitter, yeah, uh, because they make a lot of games that I like. Apparently, they uh, don't. Which... They're a publisher. Well, they publish a lot of games that I like. That is now that is factual because <clears throat> that's what confused me about it. I was like, "Why have I heard of this game?" You're like, "Oh, Devolver Digital made it," and I was like, "What?" No, they didn't. You stupid piece of shit, Ryan. And it's like they. I mean, they do publish. Like they publish all of Lambier's games. Oh really? Um, for the most part, um, they, yeah, they they do good stuff. They do good work. So they were like, oh, man, Downwell's out. And I'm like, sick, because they was like, it's out on iOS and PC. So I bought it on PC, and I dumped like seven hours into it this past week. Really? I played a lot of this game. That's a lot of that game. Yeah, I did good. Um, I think that game is great. Okay, so Downwell, if you guys don't know, because uh, you might not, that's why you're here. $4, go know it. No, it's $3. It's three dollars. You should definitely go know it. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is that if you guys truly are dedicated to keeping it one on it, you're gonna buy down well. And if you're um, a really cool guy, you're gonna buy it twice, like we both did. I did. I definitely did that. Um, so Downwell is a rogue light game. Okay, stop right there. It, yes. Well, pa- like do like a when you have like a stopwatch, you do like a lap break or yep. whatever. Okay. Sure. Put one there. Continue. Okay. Um, it's it's uh, got some really great uh, super like Game Boy inspired pixel art. Uh, it's got like two or three colors depending on the color palette that you're using. Um, actually, it, it might only have two colors. Two of them. Two of those colors are always black and white. It, it might have two or three. 
I don't know. Anyway, it's 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 super old school looking. The soundtrack's pretty great. Uh, the gameplay is you are literally falling down a well, and you can jump and shoot. And you have, like, gun boots, and you always shoot down. So that's the genius <clears throat> of this game, in my opinion, is its simplicity. Mm-hmm. You can move left, and you can move right, and then there's a button. Yep. And, and the button causes you to jump when you're standing on something. Yep. Or if you're in the air, it fires your gun boots. And mm-hmm. there's different gun boot weapons, and they fire all... You know, some are semi-automatic, some are fully automatic, some are stupid. Hey, you know what? There's not that many weapons, and that makes me really happy. That is good, but sometimes you get noppy, and you're just like... Mm, I like I like noppy, no, personally. I don't like, but, I don't like noppy. Um, man, that game is really good. That game is really good. Oh, that game is really good. And it, it... I got, like, into the zone, like, I think, I don't know, probably Sunday or so, where I just, like, I played this game for, like, three hours, and I was just, like, making moves, and I'm, like, bouncing off this turtle, and then, like, shooting that blob in the face, and then I go to the next part, it's full, like, ghosts and shit, shooting down, getting upgrades. I had, like, nine health in one run. Damn, son. Uh, it was good. Did you mention the fact that it's called down well because you go down a well? I think I mentioned you go down in a well, but I didn't explicitly state because that's why they call it down well. And that's pretty good. It's mm-hmm. a pretty good name for your game about going down a well. It's no uh, funny business. It's just so we're, you're going down well. We're going to go down to that previous lap that I mentioned. Oh, is it uh, roguelite? Yes. Please tell me why this game is a roguelite and not just an arcade-style game. Oh, good distinction. Um, hmm. Well, let's see if it's a good distinction. I mean, the only thing, I, the only cause I have is that you keep your total gem count to unlock color pilots, but it doesn't actually do anything for you. Besides, it does you unlock, unlock new styles that way too. You, yeah, styles are like different ways that your dude does stuff. So, like one of them is called Boulder. It doesn't change anything about the way he moves, but um, it, you get six HP instead of four, uh, but at the cost of you only get to pick. Um, between two upgrades uh, in between each level instead of three. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Yeah, did, we, did, we, did you mention those upgrades between I did. each level? So between each level, uh, you can pick uh, anywhere from like two to four upgrades depending on what uh, upgrades and styles you're playing on, and they do things like uh, give you a laser sight that helps aim and stuff, or uh, um uh, beep boop, I'm a drone, motherfucker. Oh, uh, that's my favorite. Beep boop, hello, I'm a drone. Yep, that's the, is, that's that's the whole description you get. Like they usually give you like a vague description of what they do. It's just beep boop, hello, I'm a, I'm a drone, and a little drone just follows you around and shoots when you do. Yep, which uh, I Great. find to be very useful. Good stuff. Uh, there's also one that lets you like eat dead bodies to regain health, which is pretty sick. Then not weird. Not Def- weird. Definitely not weird. Definitely not weird. You can definitely eat ghosts. That's not weird either. So, as for the distinction between an arcade-style game and roguelite, mm-hmm. uh, I haven't really come to any conclusions, too, but I was kind of just like, when you said, like, man, I can't believe I'm considering a roguelite as my favorite game this year, and I was just like, what? This wait, isn't necessarily... Wait, is it like, it, the areas are randomly generated, which you want to associate with a roguelite, 
But arcade-style games can do that, too. Like, actual arcade games don't do that. Like, you know, if you play Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for the arcade cabinet, like, it's do, always do the same level. Do you happen to know but... offhand if games like, I don't know, like Galaga are, are like, randomly generated? Or I is think... each level set? I think they're set. They're, like, some games, I'm sure, have different enemy variations. Mm-hmm. But... I bet they're just picking from a set. There's not really, like, a randomly generated element. So maybe that is the distinction. But like also, I, like, what what about the game Pac-Man 256? I don't know why I just thought of this, but Pac-Man 256. I haven't played that game, so I don't know. But I told you, like, you basically... Okay, let me think of a game. I can't think of a game. That's all I can think of is right now. Right now. Uh, I'm trying to think of a game that, like... Or um, Crossy Road. It's that's... randomly generated. Like, mm. each each area you go to, like, each time you start the game, there's different configurations of cars and lily pads and logs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But when you, and when you die, you get to keep your coins to unlock new pieces. So is that a roguelite? Uh, I, eh, mm, I don't know. I, I think maybe what makes it a, well, I don't know. I, I think you could, an argument could really be made either way. I think something that's kind of in the favor of roguelite it's just the fact that there are upgrades. I guess like, so. Like, yeah. uh, your character becomes more powerful over the course of the game, and then when you die, you start over at zero again. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. no upgrades. I think maybe that would be the, the biggest distinction as to what would make it roguelite. But I also would entertain any argument just saying, well, it's just an arcade-style game. It's just, like, a fun, short round no the rounds actually can get pretty long yeah but see but like, i don't know man it's um i mean if you want to go by popular user defined tags for this product for this product roguelite is one of them so the the there the, you go the populace seems to think but i don't know man uh, it is know. if anything it is a very light roguelite yeah cuz it's um, not uh, yeah, uh, maybe, sure. Like I, I, it's I don't, I'm not offended by people calling it that. It it is kind of yeah. that, but it's also like people try a little bit too hard sometimes to call things rogue likes or rogue light, like because that's popular. Yeah, but sometimes you just don't need to call it that. Like it, you don't, you don't. I, I feel, don't know. I feel like procedural generation is like the fundamental thing. Yeah, I think so. Uh, oh, I think also being able to, like, level up or become stronger is also really important. Because uh, if you just had a game, like, if you were just Galaga, where the all the power-ups are, like, temporary until you die, yeah, that would just be an arcade game. I guess. Or, like, um, UN Squadron. Yeah, UN Squadron. Actually, I think, can't you, like, buy persistent upgrades in that game, or am I thinking of a different game? Ryan doesn't know. I never got good enough of that game you, to, like, figure out you, how it works. It's too bad you own that game. I know. Uh, so my um, experience with Downwell is mm-hmm. I was like, well, I'm obsessed with iOS games, so I'll buy this on iOS. And then was just, at first I was like, wow, this control is better than I thought it would. Mm-hmm. And also worse than I thought it would. Because, like, sometimes <laughs> I would just, it wouldn't do what I wanted it to do. Yeah. 
I found I that would, with the iOS version. A little I'd bit. be like too far to the left or something, and then some other times I'd be like, "How far to the left is too far to the left?" I'd intentionally be like too far to the left. Yeah, and it worked it anyways. I was like, "What is making this work or not work?" Or I swear I would like go to jump off of a block, and it would like press a button twice, so I would just do like a quick hop and then start shooting mm-hmm. and break the block. Right. I, it it was just it didn't it didn't work the way it needed to work because it's a fairly precise game. Yes, it's actually pretty precise. It's, it, it's yeah, especially yeah. like even with just four lives to go on, like you get can hit, you can get hit four times, and then that's yeah. just game over. So I was like, uh, I bought some games on Steam that I was putting off buying because uh, I don't know, I was wanted them to be on sale or something. But then I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna buy them because I, I am going to buy them eventually, and they're not even expensive, so whatever. Yeah, and one of those games was down well, and I played it for the first time like two hours ago on mm-hmm. on um, Steam with a 360 controller. Holy crap! The world yep. of difference that that makes. Yep, it's a little bit. Sometimes I forget the fact that it's still only left, right, and A. Like I can't press up to talk to the shopkeeper. And like, oh, oh yes, sure. it's a, this is an iOS game. It's right. also very much like framed like an iOS game. And I don't like buying like, iOS games on Steam. You mean like, like f- the literal like frame of the action? Is that what you're yes, talking about? Okay. Yeah. And I like specifically I'm bothered when I go to buy a game on Steam and then I find out that's an iOS game. I'm just like crap, why did I just buy this on iOS? Not so with this game. It's like the first time I've ever <laughs> been like I'm glad that I because it's also the same cost. Right, same price for both versions. Some games they go. Some people they go like, "Well, I ported my iOS game to Steam, so I have to charge. Please. I have to charge like two more dollars or something." Right. right. Um, although usually when they come to Steam, any games that have microtransactions in them are devoid of them suddenly because mm. it's harder to implement. Right. So that's a good thing, but definitely yeah. if you're on the fence, I, I mean, you can attest to the fact that Downwell runs on a toaster. Yes. Uh, Downward runs on a toaster. So, if you have a Steam account, just buy Downwell, bro. I bet even playing with your keyboard works great. Yeah, I think it's like Z and C and um, left you and right also, You can also play A and D and Shift. Mm. But, you know, whatever makes you happy. You used to that FPS style, you know, go for so, it. So, okay, so to just to confirm that this game runs on a toaster... Uh, the minimum system requirements are Windows 7, 1 okay. gigabyte of RAM, DirectX oh. 10. I think 1 gigabyte of RAM is also the minimum system requirements for Windows 7. I want to say it's 2. It's probably more, honestly, yeah, uh, actually. Just... So you need DirectX 10, you need 200 megabytes of available space on your hard drive. Uh, 200 megabytes? It. This is ridiculous. And that's it. That's hilarious. Well, it's meant to run on a phone, so it, it it can it it. So your shitty shitty computer will play down well, pretty well. I need to acquire. Well, hopefully this game gets like a DRM free humble version or something, so I can put it on Bay's laptop and just play down well whenever I feel like it. Mm. Down well, I, instead of just I playing mean, Hearthstone on her laptop. Mm. I really like this game. I would be really bit like better on. Have you tried playing on your iPad? Uh, I don't have an iPad anymore. Oh, never mind. 
I don't know if that would make it any easier, but maybe the buttons would be bigger, so harder to fudge. I don't know. I, I, I don't like touch controls. I've played some games that have decent touch controls. Like, I played a game basically, like, you touch anywhere on the left side of the screen and then move your thumb, like, your finger down. Yeah. Your character will move down. Yeah. I just um, don't like them. Or, like, um, Beat Hazard on iOS has, like, like a, a, a dynamic joystick that'll, like, follow your finger. Mm, okay. Which sounds kind of weird, but, like, basically, if your finger comes, like, off of it by, like, an entire inch, it'll just follow it and generally do what you want it to do. It actually okay. works really well. You don't actually... it. You don't have to keep track of where your finger is. Mm. You kind of right. have it somewhere on there. Works really well, I find. Okay. Yeah, people are kind of figuring it out. Like, some, some people have it better than others. This is very simple implement- implementation. You hold the game in portrait mode... Mm-hmm. You hold the phone <clears throat> portrait mode, and it's just like the bottom is just left and right. Like bottom left is left and right, and then there's just a button on the right. And I thought for sure that they would work better than it does, but it's just like I said before, it just doesn't doesn't kind it kind of doesn't do it that good. Yeah, it's just it, it's still it's just really imprecise. So yeah. it works okay, but still, like if, if you, you just want to play down well for like a hot minute, it'll do. Um, I find, I mean, I, f- I never got to the second stage. I never got to catacombs. Right. B3 levels, you get to catacombs. I never got to catacombs on the iOS version. And my first yeah. try <clears throat> of the PC version, I got there. So, yeah. I've gotten to the third stage. I've, I've heard there's there's at least five. I don't know how many more. Really? Are. Holy crap. Yeah. That um, seems that's daunting. So here's the other thing that I do know about this game: you can beat it. There is an end. You can no. get to the bottom of the well. So, that sounds really hard. It, I think it's very hard. Probably. Um, can I tell? Can I tell you about stage three, and then you'll get like really mad? Sure. Uh, stage three it takes place entirely underwater because it's a well. Okay, let's do it. The funny thing is, is that the gravity is the same. Then what does it matter? Uh, you have an oxygen gauge. Oh, get out of here! That's <laughs> that's actually that's that's amusing. Like I, I don't I think that's funny. Yeah. So my, if I were to pick out a complaint about this game, okay, I would say it's the fact that it just challenges you to get good, and I don't necessarily like games like that. I like games more like um, something like Crypt of the Necrodancer. If you have a roguelite, my favorite ones are ones that make you a little bit more powerful in like subsequent runs. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, allow you to lo- unlock new items and use those in the future, stuff like that. This is just like you unlock new styles and, and palettes, but it doesn't actually do anything necessarily. Yeah, like, just, I, I have all the styles unlocked. There's not that many. And you're not any closer to getting to the bottom of the well than you ever were when you started playing the game, besides the fact that you're just slightly better at it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I that's my main objection to the game, is that that sort the, of game, that's just like... Some games, like, definitely had the perfect curve, <clears throat> where you just you suck at it, and you just get a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better, and then you can eventually beat it. Like, and the yeah. curve matches right up to, like, time spent playing before you get frustrated to how good you're getting. I don't know with five whole levels. I don't know if that's going to line up. I don't know if I'm going to invest the time to, like, be able to beat 
um, down well. Yeah, I mean, it seems down... like a big time commitment just to play it until I'm good enough to beat it. Yeah, that's definitely the case. It's definitely about you play to be good, and then you get better, and then you get farther, and then you have to be good again to get farther. It's definitely that. Um, yeah, I just uh, I don't know how much better at downwell I can get. I'm sure there's room for improvement, <clears throat> but I mean, if, in, if in I'm that... this good now and I can only get yeah. to like the maybe the third stage. Yeah. Like, how much better can I get that allow me? It's just like a, a so you have to get like a super lucky run. I mean, it, I actually just like playing the game, so I've definitely cooled down oh. on it a little bit. Yeah, I'm, it, I'm not stressing it. I'm yeah. just, I'm still just, I want to play down well. That's fun, and I play it until I don't, until we have to record a podcast. Right, and, and then I, I stop. I don't necessarily feel like I want to beat it either. Um, but I just, I like the way it plays, and when I need to like play a game for like five minutes i'm like oh okay cool i'll play down well for five minutes it does play really well although yeah. sometimes your runs can take longer than five minutes but yeah you know, like i said i'm i had to, if i had to pick something bad about it that's my one complaint but as of right now i still think it's fun it's, it's a, a great super game. it controls really well it's super super great game yeah going to continue to play it good um okay okay so we talked about a game we both we both played then whose turn is it um how many games did you play this week, Nick? Same number you did. Uh, well, um, I'm Crap. older than it's you. A lot of, it's so. a lot of games. So what does that mean? You get to go? No, or is it you just saying that? <clears throat> I'm just saying that as uh, okay. something to contest about. Well, uh, ladies first, so yeah, go ahead, Ryan. Oh, okay. Um, Sick burn. Ham. <laughs> Um, so I played uh, a game. So we talked about last week. You're like, what game do I play? <laughs> I there's three well, games I want to play. I'm going to buy there's, one. There's three games I want to buy. Which one should I buy? And then you're like, okay, you're going to buy Tales of Sisteria. And I'm like, okay. And then I did. And then I also bought another game too yeah you said you're gonna buy one okay so i didn't listen to myself tales of zisteria yep let's talk about how you pre-ordered that game <clears throat> i did pre-order that game yep that's true uh i i pre-ordered it i stayed up till midnight to play it because i really wanted to play it i played it for an hour and then i'm like uh-oh i don't this, know if i like this, this game you're like uh-oh i don't know if this game is good so I went to bed, I slept on it, I woke up, I went to go play it, I played a little bit harder, and I'm like, mm, I don't know if I like this game, and then I went to work, and I played it again this morning, and I still don't know if I like that game. I, I uh, So how far are you in? Like, how many hours have you played? Uh, I've only played it for about three hours. So, granted... That's, so you've only played it for 0.5% of yeah. the entire game because it's the tales of so tales I'm definitely of out of the tutorial there's definitely like a moment in the game where it's like okay you're not in the tutorial you're out in the world doing stuff and I'm like okay cool so I'm I'm I'm, I'm in the game now um I'm still playing it I'm like man this is just not that fun I feel like that's how low level tales games play Maybe. And you just yeah. have to get further and get more skills and stuff, and then it'll be more fun. 
So this game is very, very different. Um, from I also, all I, I don't mean Tales to, games. I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but on the the idea of Tales games being boring, I think maybe Tales games have always been boring. They are, and we just didn't realize that because we didn't have games like like awesome action games like Bayonetta to compare them against. Boy, is that a thing! And then just like when you're playing like Tales of Symphonia, you're just like, holy crap! I've never seen a game like this before in the entire world. Like I can every time I swing my sword, like I use a special move. Like, but it's not <laughs> like it's yeah. not that exciting. Oh, dude. And maybe they just haven't really kept up. Although Tales of Vesperia was okay. Tales of Vesperia is still good. I think it's still the best one. Tales of Tales of Vesperia, Tales of the Abyss. Probably, uh, I, I like the Vesperia. I know you do. Um. Okay, so here's the thing. Mm-hmm. They tried to make uh, a, a a like a almost a bayonetto style action game. Uh oh! They tried. You can't. It's not, you it's can't not do it halfway. Well. They can't. they did. They oh, definitely man. did. Uh, you have you push a uh, circle a lot as like your main attack. That's fine. It, like, oh, they switched it to circle. It's circle. Yeah, they made weird? it. They made it Japanese. Can you say? Can you change it? Uh, you might be able to change it. I haven't. Because um, maybe it's because the whole confirm go back like X X O confusion. I, I don't know. Uh, that... But I, I, it, like Japanese tales games have always been circle to attack and X for arts. Oh, really? That's how it is yeah. in this game. They finally, it's... they finally did it. Are all of the skits voiced? Yes. 10 out of 10 best game ever. Um, their not voice... Even, there's also uh, on-disc Japanese audio, if you're into that. Um, hey, that's... You know what? That's that's a cool thing. Yeah. And by on-disc, you mean you playing the Steam version. Uh, no, I'm playing it on PS4. Not on-disc, but I downloaded it. Oh. For some reason... I, th- I thought about um, getting it on Steam, but then I was like, I don't know if this game's going to run as good on, on a PC, because I never did that before. Anyway. They were um, pushing it pretty hard. I think they, they figured it out. All right. I'm just saying. Well, okay, so uh, instead of the traditional, like, you're viewing the right side of your character most of the time, like, almost 2D, but then you can free run, like, perspective, it's now behind the back, A. Um, I don't, you I still, don't like it. Right, you can still like free it. run. You can still free run. That's okay. okay. All right, I feel a little bit um, better. Uh, but there's, there's a, there's a stupid little bar called your, it's, it's called the SC bar. I don't know what that stands for. Uh, you know, I'm a, I'm mean a bad journal. It probably, it might, doesn't it might mean not. anything. It's just evocative. It's the SC bar. Um, it fills up when you're not doing anything and it goes down when you're doing stuff. Um, and it's like anything, uh, what do you mean? Like he's. And, like, just attacking, or, like... Uh, all attacks require use of your SC gauge. Do arts just use more? Or yes. do you have MP as well? No, it, the arts just use more. Okay. Um, it's bad. It's really bad. Is, isn't that exactly what Tales of Graces did? Um, yes. And I never liked it, but I still played that game. I always thought it was bad, but I still played that game. I don't know why. It was a bad game. Um, it's really bad because uh, your 
you're like getting in that in the in the action and then like halfway through an enemy life bar you have to stop you have to stop attacking what was wrong with the old formula do you I don't MP know. to do arts you get regular attacks you get you get like MP. three hit combos that you can do a bunch you can do as many of those as you want uh you can do it until they're dead um not in this game you still got like guarding and you can still guard and magic still, guarding and you so. can do sidesteps. They haven't talked about magic guarding, but I'm yeah. I bet oh, you it's it'll, coming. It'll be there. Um, it's I I'm so upset. I'm sorry, Ryan. I had such high hopes for this game. Like the I I'm gonna keep playing it because like I saw some like trailer footage and the combat looks really fluid and that's my big problem with it is that it's not fluid right now um because you have to sit there and stop so i'm i'm going to assume at some point there's a bullshit tails system that comes into play here where you get like if you stand in the circle you get more uh charge sc charge and i'm like okay i want that to happen please let that happen I don't know, man. You should, like, YouTube Tales of Zestiria, like, combo video or something, and some crazy Japanese person use, like, three controllers at the same time to do some insane, like, combo video. Yeah. Which some of the other entries have had insane ones that show off the diversity of the battle system in those games. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, maybe it is there just in late-level play, and it's worth sticking with i don't know i'm i'm i've i'm I'm probably gonna give it another you know another i want to give it like another like 10 hours but i like realistically i don't know if i have like want to commit to that because i just it's not fun i'm not having fun yeah which is a huge bummer Yeah, that sucks, because having fun is, like... This is why we play video games, man. Yeah, I think we may have discussed this at one point. It's just, like, if you're not having fun, like... Don't do it. What are you, what are you doing? Like, why yeah. are you playing that game? So, I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm really thinking that uh, Tales of Hysteria is really bad. And the combat a, is, horribly, is horribly designed. That's really unfortunate. Yeah. Because, well, I guess we should have just, going into it, we should have prepared ourselves, like, we just don't, even if that game gets good after 40 hours, like, we don't have time for that. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, we got all these other games to play. Yeah. If this game is not good, like, within, like, a little bit, unless it's, like, Metal Gear Solid Five that gets a pass automatically. Oh, yeah. Because it's, like, it's it's Metal Gear, shut up. Mm. Like, it's different. Like, what are you talking about? It's just different. Like, you don't understand. Uh, but besides that, like, don't necessarily have the time to commit these games where we're trying to play, like, so many different games. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I and mean, it's just would... the sad fact about JRPGs. Like, Undertale is, like, the perfect RPG of 2015 because if you want to play it a bunch, you can. But if you also want to play it once, you can. You know? So, man. Uh, like, it's 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 the funny thing is though is like it's not like a time thing because like I've put some serious time into Witcher uh, this year I've put some serious time into Metal Gear this year 
How, how many hours you play Witcher for? Approximately. Uh, I'll, go, I'll go look at my Steam thing right now. Um, <clears throat> uh, where is it? Where is it? Search for it. There it is. 32 hours I've put into The Witcher. How many? 32. 32. Oh, that seems pretty reasonable. I mean, I haven't been doing, like, a, an ass load of the side stuff. I've done some of it that whatever has interested me. Um, I probably I probably have another, like, 10 hours to go, I think. Maybe, from what I've heard. Um, so, yeah, it's not it's not exclusively a time thing, but it's, like, if I don't have fun in, like, the first couple hours, I don't know if I want to play your game anymore, man. Even if, like, the rest of it looks kind of good. Like, if I don't have any fun. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. You know. Like, yeah, we should have just... Maybe we should have thought about that and just be like, yeah, just get Transformers, because that game will be, like, immediately fun. Man! That's, like, the big regret I have right like, now. It's like, I, bet, I like trans- Transformers. I bet Transformers is the opposite of that. That you'd be like... Be after, like, and five minutes, you'd be like... Hell yeah, motherfucker, and just be having a great time, like, immediately. I fucked up. And then, like, maybe you'd realize that it doesn't have the depth you wanted to, but, like, you would definitely be having fun for, like, a solid, like, two hours. Like, the time you spent playing Tales of Zestiria, trying to have fun, you would have had that much fun with Transformers, and then maybe found out it wasn't as deep or as good as you thought it was, but you would have had fun. I would have had fun. So, I'm gonna... That's that's the other game you got, though, rather than the three, right? Uh, no. Oh. That's awkward. That's awkward. Oh, that's no good. Can I tell uh, you about a game that is fun? Or do you yeah. still have to talk about, like, unfun games? Uh, no, I don't have you... any more unfun games to talk about. So. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's a little teaser for Ooh. things to come. For fans of the show know what I mean. <laughs> I played Dragon Quest Heroes, Colon, The World Trees, Woe, and The Blight Below. But it sounds it's a horrible title. That's really yeah, bad. I don't know why they why they went with that. They could have just Dragon Quest, I, Heroes. Dragon Quest Heroes would have worked. Um, so here's the thing about this game, man. Okay, I have fun playing this game. I just want to get that because we're talking about fun. I just wanted to say that straight out. Nice. This okay, game, fun's good. This game is like super British. How British is it? Everyone is British. Mm-hmm. And I okay. don't know why. Uh, it's because they played. They paid one localization team to do it. And they I, did... Okay, okay, okay. Word, right? Word. Yeah. I thought so too, but then I oh, was no. like, "Did you Google it?" I didn't Google it, but I. That's what. That's what my exact thought was. That happens sometimes. Like with some games, you I only feel like get maybe the... Dragon. So here's what I was thinking: Dragon yeah. Quest is probably bigger in Europe than it is in America. Sure. And so Nintendo of America, or not Nintendo of America, but Sony of America, or whatever they call their organization over here, they said, like, hey, we don't want to pay to localize this, but we want to go, but if we just distribute it, we could make money. Right. Like, it's like, we don't know if we'll make money if we pay to localize it, too, so we'll just borrow the UK's or Europe's version. Yeah. And just sell that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. maybe is what happened, but also, Dragon Quest is apparently just British every time it's localized. Dragon Quest Eight, really? Everyone was British, really. I don't. Everyone was that. European. I don't like everyone that. was like, 
I mean, like, generally you had a British accent, or maybe you'd have, like, a like a Cockney accent, or, you know, like a well, accent from Wales or Scotland or something. Mm-hmm. Everyone was really highly stylized. They all had highly stylized European accents, even so much as, like... So specifically, I guess the characters I'm most familiar with are Jessica and Yangus from 8, even though I never really played 8. Okay, um, yep. First of all, Yangus, like, every other, se- every other word out of his mouth is core blimey. Like, C-O-R, <laughs> like, that's like a core blimey. Like, that's like a, a phrase that exists. That's, I, I, like, even his, his text written out is British sounding. It's, like, has an accent oh, like, in it. Oh, that's, that's, And so, like, I, like I even that. was that's just, good. I looked up just some basic, like, gameplay videos of Dragon Quest Eight to jog my memory. Yep. And they just, everybody's a little bit European sounding. I don't remember that. What other... Like so, I, I guess... The only thing I think of is either we have been doing that for years, we just borrow Europe's uh, translation because it's more popular over there, like I said before, or, like, someone decided a long time ago that because Dragon Quest is a fantasy setting, that means it has to be British, which is, like, my number one least favorite trope of all time. Yeah, that's yeah, that sucks. Um, Like... Uh, Dragon's Age kind of gets a pass because apparently the British people in that game, like there's British people and French people, but they're not called that, and they're just so directly related. Like they're just adaptations of the real countries in interesting right. ways. And I'm like, right. all right, you guys. Uh, but let's like, and then but like, but like Fable is the one that bothers me the most, <laughs> and the reason that that is British is because it's made by British people. You got British voice actors to do it, but like that's the quintessential games game that is British for no reason. It's also why I like Skyrim so much as a setting. Uh, is it because they don't? They are not all British. Yeah, that's good stuff. And I feel like there are plenty of production companies in this world that would have made that game and just made everyone British, mm. or like tried really hard to give everybody accents. Right. Like, oh well, if you're a Breton, you speak like this. All Bretons have an accent. Like it's like no. People are just people, and like Khajiits talk funny because they're cats. But sure. besides that, what are, what are some other tell, name of the Dragon Quest game that had voice acting? What I was tra- what was Dragon Quest Nine? What 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 even was that game? Was that the MMO? No, that was the that was the DS one. I thought that was ten. That is what's, the DS one. What's Dragon Quest Ten? That's the MMO. What's Dragon Quest Seven? Uh, that might have been on PS One. It was, yeah. Apparently, uh, so another thing I found is that apparently in Japan they announced Dragon Quest VIII 3D. Wasn't that game already in 3D? Uh, no, for, it's like for 3DS. Oh, really? Weird. Uh, also, I think... Oh, they're bringing Dragon Quest Seven to 3DS as well. Did you hear about Dragon Quest XI? Uh, no, what is that? It's, it's uh, for PS4 and 3DS. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep, no, you heard me. You heard me right. Are you sure? Yes. Uh, because the PS... So the 3DS, the top screen is going to be like a 3D modeled game. Okay. Like it'll look on the PS4. Yep. Kind of... It looked a little bit reminiscent of like those Final Fantasy remakes. Gross. Okay. Uh, but maybe not as shitty. Bottom screen, straight up like NES Dragon Quest. Like with a grid and everything. That's great. Yeah. It's, that's pretty cool. That's like really just a cool enough idea that just like I don't like Dragon Quest and I kind of want that game. Yeah. 
Uh, so I'm trying to find a localization of Dragon Quest Seven. Um, I don't know if that really exists. That might not exist, be or at least not voice acting, because that was on PS1, and I don't think they did that on PS1 very much. Oh, I could look at Dragon Quest Swords, which is like... A, was that developed by... I don't know. I don't know. I, that always seemed like a, a crappy Dynasty, Dynasty Warriors ripoff, too. I don't um, fucking know. Man, this is good podcasting, is all I'm saying. Because <laughs> we don't know shit. Dragon Warrior 7. Dragon. No, that's the Japanese one, because it's Dragon Warrior. Dragon okay, so Quest. either way. Dragon Quest Heroes colon, the World, Street, the World Tree's Woe, and the Blight Below... It's very British. It's insanely British. And even so much as in the text, not just in the speech, but, like, defense is spelled with a C at the end. Gross. Which is British. There's armor. There's just, like, all those armor. Oh, dude. Fucking um, Final Fantasy Tactics Advanced. No. On the DS. Actually, probably both. A2? Yeah, what about it? Yeah. It's the same thing for that. Because, like, magic was spelled weird, and all the armors and colors and stuff was all spelled weird. What is it really? Yeah. But was that was that a localization thing? It must have been. Well, I, I should have done my research about how this got localized, because I bet that information exists somewhere. I fucked up. I know. I'm sorry. Fucked up. Um, but I wasn't concerned with that, because I was just having a fun time playing that game. Well, that's good. Some of the... So, I like... You, you, you have your main character... And the combat system hasn't really evolved like I had wanted it to. But whenever I get bored of playing as a character, I just switch to someone else. And I just, like, mix up which special skill I use. Because you okay. get, like, a choice of a bunch of different spells um, by holding R1 and pressing a face button. You gotta do different combos, and, like, you can level up. You get, like, skill trees, and you can say, like, oh, hey, make it so that this particular combo, when I hold triangle, you'll charge up for a second before you attack. Mm-hmm. That's like yeah, that's like a little bit, but ultimately, like you have four characters in the battle. In the battle, so you're just like, oh, this guy, I'm bored of this character's combos. I'll just switch to a different one. I wish you could do that in One Piece, Muso. That'd be cool. Yep. In Dynasty Warriors, no, sorry, Samurai Warriors Four, you get two at a time, and you can make the other one go do like you'd be like, hey, go attack that guy. And when he gets there, you can switch to him and then attack that guy. That sounds great. It's brilliant dude mm-hmm. and they also, they recently released Samurai Warriors 4 2 which adds like a new excuse, character excuse me it's like Final Fantasy 10 2 but not like that at all fuck that shit uh yeah I don't even know what makes it unique I don't, even I am like I, I'm all set okay. uh but this really isn't a, a, a Dynasty Warriors game like it's mm-hmm. an action game with RPG stuff going on Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a fun action game. The boss battles can be a little bit annoying sometimes because it's just you feel like you're tooling on a guy, sure. and then he tries to hit you back. But you can also like roll out of the way and guard and stuff. It it feels way more dynamic than any other Dynasty Warrior game I played mm-hmm. because Dynasty Warriors games have always been about like just juggling the crap out of bad guys. As far as I'm concerned, this mm-hmm. is like oh this guy's really big. I'm gonna hit him and then dodge out of the way. And sometimes that's really annoying, but sometimes. Like, it'll be like an ogre, and you're hitting him, and he goes to swing, and you dodge. You're just like, yeah, that felt pretty good. It's obviously not Bayonetta level. Right. Because nothing is Bayonetta level. It's not even quite God of War level. Actually, it might be God of War level. God of War is really basic. Um, And it's it's fun. 
I'm having fun playing it. That being said, I don't care about the story. Yeah. One time I was just like skipping cutscenes and it skipped from one cutscene to another cutscene. And then I think someone died in the cutscene that I skipped. Oh shit. Because everyone was sad and then like some guy was like one of the guys wasn't there anymore. Mm-hmm. And I was like, does that guy die? And I was like, I don't even care. <laughs> like he wasn't I, I didn't care. use him I didn't use him in my party, so like I'm glad he's dead. Uh yeah, it, it's interesting. They they have that cast of characters from other from other yeah, Dynasty Warriors games. Mm-hmm. From other Dragon Quest games. Uh and that's kinda cool. Um, that fans, cool. fans of the series, um, and like there's a, there's just some 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 kind of self referential funny little things that I don't even as a fa- like a, as a not a fan of the series I wouldn't think I would get, mm-hmm. but some things I'm like okay I can kind of see I get that like this one character he has I guess one of the spells he cast in the game was a skill called Thwack, okay. Because if you remember anything about playing Dragon Quest Monsters, all the abilities had silly names. That's true. I do remember that. Um, speaking of which, this game looks good. And all the monsters that you've seen like pictures of, like 2D mm-hmm. pictures of, when they mm-hmm. render them in 3D, they look just like that monster. Like, they look good. Um, and so this guy would use a skill called Thwack that had like a percentage chance of automatically killing the monster. The uh, a monster. Yep. Like Modun or whatever, or Hama in Persona. Oh, okay, sure. Uh, and so his, like, he goes in, like, tension mode or whatever, and he, in tension mode, you, like, you do more damage, you get a limited 8 MP, and you can't take any any damage. And then if you press circle again, you'll do, like, a, a big move. <laughs> you'll do, like, a super muso. And his is him, like, trying to cast Thwack repeatedly and just says Thwack failed. And it's, like, a montage of him casting it, like, tens of dozens of times. Mm-hmm, and then eventually mm-hmm. he just, you know, does some super Thwack thing. It's, like, you know, kind of goes on a little bit too long the second or third time. But, it, you know, what's the first time? I was like, yeah, I get it. He's frustrated like we are that Thwack doesn't work. It's probably a bullshit skill that did, that's garbage because it kills people. I got it. Like I played like RPGs before, like I get that. It's it it, it, it there's just like some funny. Like, there's a lot of charming stuff in this game too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fans of the series will definitely appreciate this game, and they'll hopefully they would also appreciate like the new dynamic elements that are added to the game. It's not just turn based, press X, select skill, yeah. which is which is good, but. This this does it feels like an evolution of a Dragon Quest game more than like just a branded Dynasty Warriors game. Mm-hmm. Well, that's kind of cool. That's really cool. Like yeah. I'm I'm kind of I'm impressed that they were able to do that because uh, it's really easy just to make it seem like you know like One Piece Muso as much as I love it is it's about that. playing as One Piece. It's dude. yeah yeah I mean you get to play as One Piece dudes. That's a cool part, but ultimately it's just. This is a Dynasty Warriors game. We put one piece in it. Mm-hmm. Do you do you like that? And you're like, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I but do. if you don't like Dynasty Warriors, you're not gonna like that game. I think even people who don't like Dynasty Warriors games might get enjoyment out of this game, mm-hmm. especially if they're Dragon Quest fans. Uh, I just want this is just something I want to mention. I don't want to bring up everything I don't like about the game, but like your party like attacks independent of you 
or yep. they kind of they kind of follow you around. They'll attack kind of what you're attacking. Those guys need to attack more because I'll just be wailing on a dude, and they're just like they'll attack like twice, and then just like stop. They'll be chilling. Mm. Although they're they're pretty good at uh, casting the proper support skills. Mm-hmm. So it's cool. Like that guy who casts Thwack, he's got like a, a defense buff, so I keep him around. And then Jessica, she's got like a healing. She's got Cha Cha Dance, where she just summons maracas out of nowhere, and she that are shaped like slimes, and she dances, and sure. that, that heals the party. Okay. Uh, the gameplay, like the maps themselves, could use like a little bit more variety. Mm-hmm. It's like a lot of the time, it's defend this position, or monsters are going to be summoning in at different parts of the map. It's still very much like a stationary map. Like, mm-hmm. you're not moving from, well, played a map last night that had, like, teleporters to different floors in it, and you kind of had to move to different places to get on different teleporters to get to other teleporters to get back to, like, the upper level of the first room. Mm-hmm. They do mm-hmm. a little bit of that stuff, but, like, for the most part, it's just a big static area like a Dynasty Warriors game is. There's no, like, dynamic moving through the dungeon. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they can use a little bit more variety there, but... Uh, in short bursts, like it's it's really fun to just pick up and kind of have at it. And you buy some items and you do some quests. There's a bunch of replayable stuff. Just like you can go back in and, and beat up monsters if you feel like it. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mm-hmm. seem unless there's like some big crazy plot twist coming where they open up like a second map. It doesn't seem like it's a super long game, which I'm fine with. Sick. Okay. But if you, yeah, I mean, if you want to put, do you want to play more? You want to grind? You can definitely no. do that. But if you don't, you just play right through. And it, you know, I, I, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast or not, but I, I remember I saw a YouTube review and someone one of the biggest critique they had the game is that it was just too easy. Mm-hmm. It is very easy, and that you can't change the difficulty. Yeah, but it's not that easy. Like if you're not careful with some of the boss fights. Like, some of those monsters, like, some of those bear guys can, like, take out half your life in one swing. Yeah. It, it's it's not as easy as this guy made it out to be, but it's not hard either. So That guy only likes really hard, like, hard Yeah, that guy's just games. like, yeah, I only play Dark Souls, really hardcore game for hardcore gamers such as me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but I think it's good. I w- I'd recommend it. Um, That's just great. If it's ever, like, there will be a time... Six to 12 months from now that the PSN is like, hey, Japanese game sale or RPG game sale. And it'll be like $36 and it'll be, it'll be pretty good. I paid full yeah. price and I don't like regret it, but mm. getting it for even less, even different. Even different. Even different. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Yeah, you you'll you probably already know if you're gonna like this game. So if you if you know you're gonna like this game, go buy it. Do it. Do it. Download it. It's like 28 gigs. Oh, shit, really? Uh, it's I think it's more like 22. Wow. So it'll only take PSN like four hours to download it. Mm, truth, truth. Sick burn. Right? Do we have enough time to speak about the games that we the other games we played, or should we save that shit? I wanna, I wanna save my other one, because uh, uh, I wanna play it a tiny bit more before I really get into it. Okay, so that I'm works just, for me. I'm gonna mention. Nah, do I wanna mention? Do I wanna talk about Cradle? No. 
because uh, I actually don't want to say anything really about Cradle. I want to keep it short. Okay. So just... And maybe if I play it more, there'll be something... I think of something else to say about it. That's fine. So real quick, guys. Cradle. It's a sci-fi 3D first-person adventure game on Steam. And it is... I mean, if any of those words excited you in this in the least amount well i mean if you're just in, like oh first person i like those kinds of games is you know that's not necessarily indicative that you're gonna like this game but like the thing that this game does is it it establishes a super unique premise like piece by piece it you kind of you literally like a little bit tropey in the whole like you have amnesia thing Mm-hmm. So you learn elements about the world. This world is like it does this does that really cool sci-fi thing where the world of the game or the the world of the fiction is just like a couple degrees off of our world. Right. So there's right. like elements you relate with and understand and then like they introduce this element that defies what you know from real life and you're like sure. That's cool. The best example I could think of off the top of my head is Custom Robo for the GameCube. The best game on the GameCube. I thought, I liked that game. It's a great game. Um, And at one point, they're just like, yeah, everyone knows the world is flat. And you're just like, what the fuck are you talking about? The world is round. And you're just like, what are you, stupid? The world's flat. Everyone knows that. And when you go to the end of the world, there's a wall there. And you can't go anymore. And you're just like, What? And it's like this big like plot device, and that's it's great. like blew my mind. I was when I was a kid, so it's, so it's uh, that's a kind of exaggerated example of that. But this is just like you learn all these details. You read a bunch of newspaper articles and things that are like totally optional, or you can kind of just advance the game and have it spell it out for you. And you get, it's like an adventure game. You have a little inventory, but it's not like. One of those, like, old-school adventure games where you're carrying, like, a fish through the entire game, trying to use it on everything, thinking, right. like, it's got to be used for this fish. Because every time you start the game, it, it it works in chapters. So the game is, like, 24 chapters. Mm-hmm. And when you restart the game, or when you, like, turn the game back on and you hit resume, it just loads you into the beginning of the most recent chapter. A little bit frustrating if you don't have, like, you have to stop in the middle of a session. But if you're making good progress, it's not too bad. And so, but every time you load that back in, your your inventory is wiped. Which says to me, like, in every scenario, every chapter, they give you what you need. Which I'm fascinated by. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, it's just, it's really cool. If you like sci-fi... It's a really interesting... So far, the story is kind of reminiscent of some stories that are being told in, told in like other games and fiction right now. Telled. Uh, um, that's what I said. I, I, and I, I stand by it. <laughs> like, I want to say that I don't... I actually... I haven't played Soma yet, but... You play Soma, so you can tell me if it's good. I, I, I've already heard that it's, it's very good. I've heard um, that too. But I'm just, I'm, uh, maybe I'm too afraid to play it. There I said mm-hmm. it. No, I just, I need to find the right time to play it, and that just hasn't come up yet. 
But I think, like, this game, Cradle, and Soma touch upon some of the same elements of, like, that science fiction stuff. Like, it's all stuff, it's all stories that's kind of been told before, but it's, um, it's nothing quite like I've I've seen before, although I don't really ingest a lot of science fiction. Mm -hmm. But, uh, it's like $12 on Steam. Uh, I don't want to talk about the story of it too much because it's something that I, I think it's really fun to discover the pieces of by yourself and kind of just go like, oh, so that's what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. adventure games at all, like science fiction, uh, it's not like one of those games you should probably just go for it. That's that one of the other games that I just bought because I heard about it before and I saw some videos. And I was like, this game looks pretty cool. Like, first of all, the game looks looks good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this game looks cool. And I kind of just like put on my wish list, and I was like, I'll get it when it goes on sale. And then I was like, I should just buy it, because I'm going to eventually. Same thing with Undertale. Undertale's I, good shit. I own Undertale now, because I was like, there's a 0% chance I'm not going to play this game at some point. You better fucking play that game real soon. I, I am going to play that game. I just need to, like... I'm going to remind you, like, every week to play Undertale. Please do. Okay, I will. Because I need to... Oh, I will get to it eventually. That game's lot, fucking great. A lot of other stuff to do. Hey, so let's talk about things that happened in the world of video games. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, so Atari's back see. with a new console. It's called it's the cool. 3850. The Atari 2015. Atari... Uh, 10-21-2015, Back to the Future Edition. The Atari 42911. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. That's the one. That's the good one. Uh, all right. So we're gonna save that one for last. So the Steam, so Steam stuff. Oh, uh, can I? The talk, Steam hard stuff. The Steam hardware stuff. Do you have any? I got. I got me one of them controllers. Oh, really? Yep. What you what you think? How do you feel? How are you feeling it's right now? Really Dog. bad. Whoa! It's it's <laughs> really bad. Oh, I was not ready for that. I said, "What are you haven't mentioned it to me?" Uh, yeah, it's really bad. Um, anyway, so friend of the show, uh, Joe, uh, he got one, and he's like, "Yeah, my dongle broke in like three minutes, and then um, oh, and I'm like, yeah." Uh, can't do nothing with a broken dongle. I always say bad controller. What did you try and what did you play with it? Um, I so I I turned on Downwell and I'm like, okay, this is this is just a a Xbox 360 style gamepad in a certain extent. So I tried that. My hand cramped up like immediately. What kind of what did you say? What kind of game you were playing it with? I was playing Downwell. Oh. I don't think you should. So, my understanding of how that contr- what that controller is made for and how it works is it's made to be a mouse and keyboard, or it's made to be a mouse. So I, I did a little bit of that. So I tried to play um, some City Skylines because that's the game that everybody talks about when they're like, "Oh yeah, I know the Steam controller. I'm, I'm gonna try it out with City Skylines. That sounds sick. I can play it from my couch." It's 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 trash. I can't do it. It's 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 like it's Maybe too you're just bad. It's too non-specific, and it's like you're. I try to like move it gently, and then the cursor's just like all over the place. 
the the right thumb pad has some really awful tactile feedback stuff that I just hate. Um, it like vibrates. You just like, hate it. I just hate it. It it vibrates like uh, kind of like an old school iPod wheel Uh-oh. did. Um, it's it's really bad, and the triggers are like super shallow. So that sucks. The buttons are really small, and that sucks. The one thing, because it was coming out, like, it's out for people who pre-ordered it. I heard that you could now pre-order these things on Amazon now. Yeah, I think so. November, sometime November is their, like, official release date. Yeah. Um, But the one kind of anecdote I picked up about it uh, through Twitter, uh, I follow Tom Francis. He made gunpoint and he used to work for pc gamer mm-hmm. uh and he's really he, he played a lot of metal gear solid 5 seemed to like it a lot i don't know i just anecdote another anecdote about tom francis okay and he said he's working on a new game whose name escapes me at the moment but he said that he it was he found it very remarkable he he played he was playing the game that he was in the middle of making with the steam controller and it's a game that's made for mouse and keyboard, and he, it just worked with his game that he was in the middle of making that he had not added any sort of controller support to. He just pick up the Steam controller and just play it with it. Oh, it's really, I it's think really, that that's, that 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 is a neat thing that's really happening. Really I need bad. to try this out. Okay. Because if you, if you like it, please um, take it away from me. I don't want it. I know you're hilarious, Ryan. <laughs> Like I don't know, like, you could just you could just own it and not like it. I don't know. It's like I bought it because I'm like, oh, okay, I play games uh, from my PC on my on a couch with relative frequency. You should just get better at using it because that controller exists for you. I know it does. You're but I one don't of the like few it. that can get use out of real use out of that controller. Please just just use like it, it until you like it. I don't, I don't think I have to do that. Just I'm asking you to. Cause this is, see, this is why I have uh, two computers, um, so I can do both. Okay, whatever makes you happy, Ryan. N- nothing uh, makes so me what about happy, the what about the um, so the Steam Link is like a, another thing that Kate has been coming out with the boy. Controllers. I want one of those to work, but I feel like home networks are just not up to snuff for that shit yet. I've heard they might work. No way. Like, I haven't heard. I've actually was been looking for people who've been officially reporting whether these things work. I don't think that that is happening yet. Mm-hmm. People are like reviewing the products. I want to say CNET is putting up something about them. Maybe it's up already. Uh, clearly, this is how much I care about the issue that I've already looked. But I've heard kind of the random people on Twitter and things like that that they're not trash. Which is so exciting to me because I need I, I want one of these so bad mm. because I've got a computer that is near my TV, but I still need it to be my computer. But I would love to just be like, uh, I feel like sitting on my couch while I play Downwell. So, boop, and then just play Downwell on my computer, or take like a a PC game for two people that you know instead of helping people in front of my desk. Just shoot that over the TV and play it. Yep. Two Xbox 360 controllers. Couch is still close enough to my desk that the dongle won't have any problem 
like working, like that'd be super sick. But I just need to see if it works. I almost pre-ordered it too, but I was just so concerned that it wouldn't work. Well, I think Vinny Caravella ordered one. Yeah, but so. he doesn't play video games because he has children. That's true. Just put that out there. But yeah, I swear that CNET releases something about whether or not that crap works. So when they do that, I might buy one because if they work, like that's a tr- literal dream come true. A crazy, crazy pipe dream that I never thought would happen. Yeah. That is going to come true if those things work. So, and it's like 60 bucks for a Steam Link. I definitely don't want to invest in a Steam box. Oh, I don't. Th- those are going to be garbage. Because, like, no. And also, I only want to have, like, games on one PC. I don't want to do some flim flammy Steam, like, Steam Cloud crap that only works for certain games and doesn't know like no screw that. Yeah. PC games live on one computer. Sometimes I'll shoot them over my TV. That'd be heavenly. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll see we'll see how that works out. But it's officially not out until November. It's just the pre-orders came out recently. Yeah, I have um, one. I pre-ordered it because I'm an idiot. Yeah. Well, no, you're an innovator. You went for it. I went for it. I want to like just it. Just like it makes my hand feel like garbage. Hysteria. I, now I just really, I really didn't, like, I did not care about ever using this controller until you told me about how much you hated it, and now I just need, <laughs> I need to feel it. Like, I need to see. It makes you feel better. Uh, Joe hates it, too, so. Oh, he seemed excited when he texted me about it. He, Joe was amp- more amped about it than I was. And yeah, he seems really into it. Probably after about three minutes, and his dongle broke. He's probably just like, all right, now, uh, now all now this seems kind of fuck fucked this up. thing. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, that's that. Okay, so harmonics news. All right, harmonics news corner, featuring Ryan. We got two harmonics and newsmakers. Um, so or le- uh, l- 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 less exciting thing. So there, there's like an official post about um, harmonics on disc rock band stuff coming to Rock Band Four. There's a big old fancy chart. Another um, chart. There's a there's a chart. So, <sighs> so basically, the core of the chart is if you have not exported Rock Band and Rock Band Two songs to Rock Band Three, you're fucked. Crap. That's bottom line. Wait, can I do it now? No. Shit. Did you not do that? I don't think one is in there. Well, I didn't know you could do one. You did you did you ever do one to two? No, because I didn't own two on 360. Oh, yeah, you're fucked. So I bought three on 360, and I bought... I had a copy of two from the guy I bought all of my instruments from, and I put two into three. You so now I can, never have, do... I can never have one in four now? No. Fuck harmonics. Yeah. It, I mean, realistically, it's like they had they had a time deal on track export stuff, and then once it went up, it's all over. Um... So, oh, this is garbage. I don't want to... Yep. I'm never buying Rock Band 4. That's it. He's done. I don't see... I'd rather buy, like, instead of buying... No. No, Ryan. No. No, Ryan. No. Ryan. Ryan, no. Um, so it gets even weirder. It's just um, good to know that I'm free now. So if you bought Rock Band 3 used... 
you might be fucked. Because you still need that code in the back or something? Um, I'm trying to find the specific language uh, that they use so I don't fuck this up. Um, Let me ask you something while you read that. Yep. Is there any reason, if the Xbox One can recognize Xbox 360 discs... Because they do the whole backwards compatible thing where you put the disc in and it says, oh, hey, this is that game. We're going to download a, a executable version of it on your Xbox One and then you can play it. Yep. Why can't I just put in the the 3 version of why – can't, why can't I put 3 in my Xbox One? It goes, hey, you own Rock Band 3. Give us so, $8.5 and you can download all the tracks. Okay. A, the export price is going to be 15 fucking dollars. That is a lot of songs for $15. Um, but so, that's just... Put that on my tab, Ryan. So the export offer will only be extended to those who are verified purchasers of Rock Band 3, meaning that Harmonix will need to verify your purchase electronically using data from your online profile. In the post, what Harmonix that says mean? that the export offer will only work for those who, quote, bought a new copy and played Rock Band 3. I don't think I, I, I even qualify for that. I'm... I don't remember if I qualify for that. I qualify for that. I don't... I, I don't know if I bought a new one that was cheap or if I got a, like, Amazon certified used pre-owned Mazda. Like, I don't even... I don't even know. I don't know. Um... <sighs> so, that's a big fucking mess. I, I, I'm, like, really pissed at harmonics right now. Yeah. Um, uh, so, other things that are not available to export anymore. Uh, Green Day Rock Band. Good. You have that. Uh, the Beatles Rock Band was never available to export. No. So, nope. um, Which, fuck that. that makes sense. Um, uh, all the track packs that they've put out. All the discs? Yeah. Uh, those are all still available to export. Cool. Um, apparently, if you own Rock Band Blitz, all of those songs uh, are currently available to export for no money. Yeah, those are those, well, those are all DLC songs, I'm pretty sure, that okay. you got for free if you own Blitz. Okay, so that's that. That's good to know, though. That's dope. Yeah. Um, should I talk about the other? Um... <sighs> Is this one less heartbreaking? Uh, a little bit. Like they're just like fifteen dollars. What about two and one? Are those fifteen dollars uh, too. So those will come over because you already paid for them. Those will come so over like, as part of three. Uh, they don't know how to do that yet. Okay, stop talking about it now. Okay, I'm getting mad because this right. is just I'm looking at like the tab of like I'm thinking of like the old time diner bill like of written in waitress pen yep. handwriting mm-hmm. of like the how much money I had to freaking spend to enjoy playing Rock Band 4 and it's just it's not worth it mm, yep um, so anyway uh, earlier this week I sent a tweet uh, to Mad Cat's Rock Band and Harmonics um, and I said why is there no way to buy a second guitar without buying a bundle with a $60 game that I already have okay and I said go fuck yourself Ryan um, and then I got a tweet from Madcast today that said standalone instruments will be available early 2016. So 
They tweet it directly at you? Yep. Oh, shit, breaking news. We're the best. We're the best. Bringing you the news. Uh, so that's from Mad Cats. So early 2016, you can buy standalone instruments. I guess. If you want to spend more money on this godforsaken game. Yeah. Dude. Ugh. Sorry, I'm like really upset right now. That's okay. All right, dog. What do you got for me, Holmes? Real quick. Okay. Not not quick. Oh. YouTube Red. Oh, this sounds like garbage. So, for a while, it people have been kind of talking, and there have been rumors flying around about YouTube potentially releasing a subscription, like a, uh, a premium service to people who want to pay a monthly fee to use it? I don't. Well... Maybe after I tell you what's included in okay. your $10 a month, unless you sign up via Apple's App Store, then it'll cost $13 per month. What? I don't know, dude. This is this is directly from um, Aaron Griffith. Bless your heart. She posted this article not but five hours ago. Um, she works for Time Magazine, online.com, um, mm. slash e-magazine, slash vaping. Um, and she's great. She posted this article about YouTube Red, and it's very informative. I'm going to tell you about some of the things that she wrote so that we can all understand and discuss better what the fuck YouTube Red is. So for nine ninety nine a month, you just have to get some pretty good shit, right? Yeah, that's a lot of sh- that's a lot of money Dude, for. It's not. It's not that much money. So, uh, did you hear that Netflix is raising their their price? I did. Yeah. What are they? What are they raising it to? I think it's ten dollars instead of eight. Oh well, time to just light that on fire and whatever. Nobody pays for Netflix. You, one person plays pays for Netflix, and then everyone uses it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and they don't even care. So yeah, that's true. for nine ninety nine a month, you get three primary features here. You get videos without ads. Mm, yeah, I have this thing called ad blocker. But what if you're watching on your console? I don't. But what if you were? I don't because I have a computer hooked up to my basement television. That's true. That is ad block installed. But sometimes you have to. Nope. What if you wanted to support the content creators that you like on uh, YouTube? I'd rather subscribe to one of their fucking Patreons or something. What if they don't have that? Well, then fuck them. They're not big enough or important enough. Do you have to be important to have a Patreon? Mm, no. So that's that's something that you get for $10. Uh, you also will get the ability to save videos to watch offline. Why? Because you want to. But, Nick, I have, like, a hundred connected devices that I can watch YouTube videos on. Uh, but maybe your internet will not work for a second, and you'll and never watch your video. And then I have to remember to save a video offline. Yeah, because everyone knows that once you've watched a video on YouTube once, you're just like, oh, I gotta make sure I keep that around for second viewing. You're like, no... That video is dead to me now. I've seen it, and it's gone. Yep. Unless it's, like, some hilarious, like, 15-second, like, st- video of some guy hurting himself. 
that you're going to want to show your yeah. friends later. But like, yeah, whatever. Like, where 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 are you not going to be able to get that? Like, just on your phone. Yeah. Number Fuck three. This is the big one. Okay. Are you ready for this feature? Am I going to get mad? <laughs> I don't know. This is like a feature that is just like, why doesn't this feature exist? This is what everyone wants this feature to exist. And this is why, because they're going to charge you money. The ability to play audio from videos in the background on mobile while using other apps or putting the phone to sleep. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Did you get mad, You're right? joking. You're joking. I'm not. I'm not. I'm as serious as Aaron Griffith was at 5.49 p.m. when she posted this story on time.com slash vapelords. You're joking. I'm not joking. Oh, my dear Lord. What? What is your problem? That is that is a fucking baseline feature that should be included in your goddamn app. It's a video app. Me? Why would you be able to listen to the video play while you're not while the the video is minimized? Do you know how many people listen to music on YouTube? A shitload. Uh, so they're also Hold on. There was a thing in here about YouTube and they're working on their YouTube has been promising a dedicated music app for many months. Today, the company announced that that app, called YouTube Music, is YouTube's third vertical app, allowing a dedicated gaming app and a dedicated following a dedicated gaming app and a dedicated kids app. YouTube Music will be available soon. The company said, "No." Mm-mm. So I don't know exactly what that is. If this could be like Spotify. Yeah, but lots of people. I mean, I've got a, a personal playlist of music on YouTube that I just call music, and like sometimes I listen to it. No, or, this is this or is like such big garbage. Like I said, this is the feature that just like, why aren't you mother liquors putting this in here? And it's because they're going to charge you for it. That's why they're not putting that feature in there. It's like, why can't we just? have the free map packs because we're going to charge you for the map packs you dumb idiots I'm upset okay it's not over yet it's not over yet in addition to these features YouTube Red will include as expected original content funded by YouTube this is the service's second try at financing original content Uh, the first time around a $100 million initiative in 2011 fizzled in part because YouTube invested in mainstream stars rather than its own homegrown stars already had big followings on the platform so that seems to be you know that included a bunch of of Aaron Griffith's lovely editorial writing but long story short it, it seems like the only content that you'll now be able to get are like YouTube original series YouTube will include, as expected, original content funded by YouTube. So, there were rumors before about potential of, let's say, PewDiePie, whose face is on this article, Mm -hmm. and whose lovely girlfriend we were discussing about how she should have a very happy birthday today. Mm -hmm. Um, People were, were some figuring that as part of this subscription service, PewDiePie would be able to say, like, hey, here's this video. You guys want to watch it? Well, you can't unless you're a YouTube Red subscriber, so kill yourself. Like, that doesn't seem to be what's happening, which is a very good thing. Because when you start letting your 
the people who are making the content be in control of like mm-hmm. gating it. Everyone's got a whole different idea of what that means to them. And like channels are so different. You know, gaming channels and grocery haul channels and, you know, vlogs and like all these different channels have such different content patterns and like what is important to them and what people might actually pay to see. Right. That there's no way that that would work. Just say like you have to subscribe to this catch-all service called YouTube Red for $10 a month and you can watch these particular videos. And then like having the the creator like find their – like unless YouTube somehow enforces – a like strict guideline of like you'd only have this many paid videos versus free video like there's no way it would work. Uh this is this is really bad. So by saying like the only thing you can watch, you know, like having a Netflix subscription lets you watch like um Orange is New Hemlock Black, Grove, and, Orange is yeah. New Black, Black Mirror. Is that is that a Netflix original series? I'm Black not Mirror? sure. Heard it's good. Um that kind of stuff, like that's why you get Bojack Horseman. Bojack Horseman. Yeah. Um that would be like so it's it's I guess you'd be getting YouTube original content which may or may not be garbage. I I and you may or may not be able to find on like Daily Motion. This is all going after, down really terrible. After someone terrible. saves their video to watch offline and then uploads it to Vimeo. Mhm. Yeah, I don't know. Like Sounds terrible. Right now, yeah, I don't, I don't want to do it. I'm not paying for YouTube ever. Well, not gonna do it. Well, um, if you have a Google account, you are now paying for YouTube Red. Please enjoy your uh, awesomely curated YouTube content. Yep. Basic. No, that's not what's happening here at all. All right. All right good. Um. Oh, so it says here that um, though they've been working with content creators to make this original, like some of their more popular, like like they said, their homegrown content creators. Um, collaborators include Joey Graceffa, the Fine Brothers, Rooster Teeth, and PewDiePie. Video the the videos will be available exclusively for subscribers, but may be released for the public later. YouTube executives said. Mm-hmm. YouTube Red marks an evolution in our desire to give fans more choice and features that they love, said Robert Kinzel, YouTube's chief business officer. Um, so I don't know, man. I'm upset. I guess... Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I doubt that there'll ever be a video so great that I'll feel the need to subscribe to be able to watch it. Like, that's just madness, but... I won't. I, I won't. Uh, yeah, I know. But you're also not quite as big into YouTube as I am. That's true. I can see a bleak future in which I pay $10 a month for this service. Because I also do watch a lot of YouTube on my consoles. But, Nick, you already pay, like, $15 a month to watch wrestling. I think it's only 10 Still too much. Yeah, considering how much those pay-per-views cost. I guess. Like, if I wanted to uh, just pay for the for Hell in the Cell this Sunday night, uh, then that would cost me like $60, which is six months of WWE Network. 
I mean, you'd yeah, be stupid not to get it. Yeah. This is not the point. first time. That's not even the first time I've said that exact same thing on this podcast. So I need to stop. You'd be stupid not to get it. Uh, yeah, man. Oh, here's a here's a good here's a good thing at the end. I'm so glad that that uh, the lovely Erin Griffith decided to include this in her article. Uh, it says uh, so. She writes when asked about the name YouTube Red, which sounds similar to RedTube, a porn site. Glotzbach and said names said names are part art and science. We're not too worried about the other site you mentioned, he said. Because <laughs> I'll be honest with you, like I don't use that website. I don't go to RedTube ever. Mm-hmm. But I saw it was called YouTube Red, and I was like, "Wait, what? What about RedTube? Oh no! Yeah. Oh, okay." <clears throat> I definitely did a double take when I saw that today too i get i get it like the like youtube its symbol is red and stuff so maybe that's that's why they made it the color of the game like yeah i don't know man yeah i I don't because they like dude i'm i have so many thoughts and feelings on this i don't even know what to say because even if the content is just being created by YouTube with these creators, like where is the line drawn? And like, at what point does like PewDiePie stop making videos because he has to travel to Los Angeles to work with YouTube to do this to make content that costs ten dollars a month, mm-hmm. and then he doesn't make videos for his channel anymore? And you're like, uh, this is gonna. This is gonna I just want to bet this comes with like a massive restructuring of YouTube ad payout, and like oh that like it really encourages people to to work with YouTube to make content that and then that they also can charge for. Wait for like all of the videos from like big YouTube people just being like, so um, I don't get paid as much money anymore. If you want to keep making stuff, subscribe to YouTube Red, please. I do wonder. I can only assume that, like, if you're part of a YouTube Red video, you just make a certain amount of... Like, YouTube's like, here's this much amount of money, and then we're going to use this video that you created with us to promote our service, hopefully get more people to subscribe, but I still think that 100% of those $10 are going directly into Google's pocket, and then they're going to decide what to do with it after that. Yeah, probably. Like, I don't think it's going to be some weird Twitch thing where... Like people are making part of the money, it. But maybe I'm just totally wrong. But it, that's that's what it seems like to me. Is it's like the creators themselves have very little control. They really have very little influence on YouTube Red, unless they're part of the videos that you can buy as part of it. Right. I don't know. This is gonna right. be a. It's gonna be a freaking thing. Well, I'm thoroughly depressed. News is kind of a bummer. Yeah. I thought at least we could get happy about new Steam hardware, but no. No. News is a big bummer this week. Oh, we didn't even talk about... I didn't even put that in there. I talked about it. So, this is a, this is a laugh. Okay. Here, we're going to end this one with a laugh. Okay. So, you know how Hideo Kojima, like, doesn't work at... Konami he left Konami anymore, right? So supposedly he officially left Konami 
He's gonna leave in January. That's that was like the tweet I saw. Well, I, I guess I thought he was already gone, but I mean, he checked out. Like he ain't paying attention anymore. Yeah, he doesn't care. But yeah. basically, like reports were filed that said, like, all right, Kojima, he packed up, he put all the stuff on his in his desk, he took his his life size solid snake. And then he, he he carried it out of the building, and he was gone. He's he's done. Yeah. That was the report. Um, this was published in the New Yorker. Oh no, hold on. Uh. Yeah, yeah. It's published originally published in the New York the New Yorker, that said, yeah, he's gone now. mm Hmm. Um, and then Konami, not too long after that, refuted the claim, saying that he just went on vacation. That he's still <laughs> currently Kojima and the development team are finishing finished development. Like saw five and are taking. Uh, currently, Kojima and the development team are finished developing Metal Gear Solid V. And I believe that's how you pronounce that. Uh, and are taking a long time off from work. <laughs> and uh, so the author of the New Yorker article, Simon Parkin, he tweeted a photo, said, here's a photograph of Kojima's farewell party on October 9th at Konami, which Konami claims no knowledge of. That's great. And it's like a bunch of them just standing around, and they all have, like, white cups in their hands, and they're just like by Kojima-san. And... Um, hold on. When asked about the farewell party, Konami replied, we're not sure what kind of thing this was. <laughs> Which is, oh my like, God, that's amazing. a really great response. Also, maybe translated from Japanese. Um, I'm getting most of this. This is a Kotaku article that I'm, I'm kind of pulling this from. Um... And also, the Konami claims that currently Kojima is listed as a company employee. Hmm. So, uh, nah, like that dude's gone. Even Konami's if he's just like really bitter about, it. like maybe he is like, like they already decided, like, hey, I'm leaving in January. By the way, I got all this vacation time built up. I'm gonna take it right now. Like maybe he is going on vacation. But that guy's also done. Yeah, that guy's Audi. Which, good rim. Yeah. Yeah. They, they burned him, so, like, leave. Take your vacation time. Drink out of white cups with your, your development team. Yep. And then bounce, man. Good for you. it. You know what we need to talk about? What? Um, that NX article that came out last oh week. I vaguely remember this okay so uh, it's really well, really quick um, Wall Street Journal put out a article uh, about how Nintendo started to deliver uh, development kits to developers mm-hmm. um, so it's the thing that I always wanted oh, since when uh, since the Wii U which was um, okay. Uh, they say 
uh, let's see, where where is it? Um, the exact shape of the NX hardware isn't clear yet. People familiar with the development uh, plans have said Nintendo would likely include both a console and at least one mobile unit that could be either used in conjunction with the console or taken on the road for separate use. Bonkers, dude. Uh, they also said Nintendo would aim to put industry-leading chips in the NX devices after the criticism that the Wii U's capabilities didn't match those of competitors. So, like, this is the thing that I've always wanted, which is, which is like, a really good Nintendo console uh, that I can also put in my pocket. I just want a portable system that has one screen. You might be getting that. I also want to have a... I want to be able to play Game Boy Advance games on a portable system. I don't know about that, but... That'd be cool, though. Um, I'm super stoked. Um, about all of this. It is... It is very exciting. Yeah. So, NX Hype Train... Starts, I suppose. Yeah, I guess we'll have to see exactly what this shapes up into but based on that either this is like the craziest red herring ever because it sounds a little bit too good to be true it does or Nintendo's got their shit together or it's just going to cost like $600 it might which would be really unfortunate yeah most kids don't got $600 so luckily I'm not a kid and I yeah. can I, I don't know I mean that's a very interesting idea the like it's gonna come down to the application of exactly how the the systems interlock and like what is it like does the system that it's docking into is it significantly more powerful or like it's weird to think that there's such a thing as like a game that it's It'll look good on your TV, but so requires so little power, like processing power, that you can also put it in your pocket. Yeah, which I is don't know. Kind of like the reason why the Wii U exists is because they didn't like technology does not exist to make that thing fully portable. It's got to look good on your TV. You can make it look good on like a smaller screen, but you can't take that screen very far from. The computing power. Right. Unless it just, like, docks into, like, like the main CPU docks into, like, a bunch of extra RAM and, like, another video card, like, in the base. And that's what makes it look better. But, like, man, that seems complicated, and that's probably a nightmare to develop for. I don't know. Anyway, anyway you shake it. I don't know. So, there's that. Uh, I just wanted to mention it. Um, it made me super jazzed to think about. So, like, if Nintendo just made one thing, I'd be super stoked. Like, just this is the Nintendo thing. You play Nintendo games on it. Super stoked. Yeah, I would love. I want to play more Nintendo games. I love Nintendo games. Yeah, me too. Too bad there aren't so, any more this year. Yeah, they're done. All over. No more uh, because Fatal Frame colon The Maiden of Blackwater came out just to two days from now. 
<laughs> when, as you listen to this, you can buy Fatal Frame colon The Maiden of Blackwater. And that's it for the year. But it's yeah, been a pretty good year for Nintendo. This is the only year so far where I felt like the kind of the Wii U really kind of came into its own. Splatoon, Super Mario Maker, Game Over. Yeah. And uh, Smash Bros. was last November or something, right? Um, or, or like earlier than that. It was last year, though. Yeah, it was. Yes, yeah, it was. It was... I don't remember. Smash Bros. is great, but I don't think it's as good as some of these newer... And Pikmin Four is coming. Yeah, dude. like I think next year, unof- so. unofficially. But like that makes me a little bit concerned that it's going to be too samey as to three. But three was good. I like Pikmin. I'd probably play a, play a little bit more three. I should probably beat three. I need to beat three. I want the last boss. Hey, speaking of three, uh, podcast over. Bear versus man. Extra life. Oh shit! Twenty-four hour stream. It's happening. Two thousand fifteen. Two thousand fifteen. It's happening on uh, November seventh. November seventh, eight a.m. Eastern Standard Time. We will be playing video games. Mm-hmm. A lot of them. We have a schedule. We have a yeah. We we nailed down like a pretty basic schedule that we will probably not follow that closely because no one wants to be the guy being like. Uh, it's 6 o'clock. We got to stop playing Gang Beasts. Okay, you guys? I know it's no, fun. No, fuck we have you, to Nick. Stop. You're a piece of shit. Yeah, it's like, oh, all right, I guess. I guess nobody wants to play Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes. We'll play that on stream. Uh, I realize that that might be weird because you, you can't, like, if you're the one of the people with the instructions, you're not supposed to be able to see the bomb. Don't, you don't think I got this shit on lock? I got this shit on no. lock. Not necessarily. I'm just gonna like. I have an I have another small monitor that is on a coffee table, and then you just sit on a little couch by yourself. And then it'll. St- oh, okay. That mm-hmm. that might work. It, no, that'll definitely work. I did it. It's just crazy enough to work. Do you have it the works. rules printed out? Of course I do. What do you think? I'm some kind oh, of heathen. Dope. What do you think I'm that's some so kind of stupid that's idiot? So exciting. Uh, sometimes you act like one. Yeah, that's true. But, like, that's that's just life, man. That's me, man. Yeah, no, let's everybody do that. And we're going to have a Mario Party party during Extra Life because we're crazy and we hate ourselves. So we're, gonna, like, going to do a thing where we, like, kind of hate ourselves while we do the whole thing for 24 hours straight. And then we're going to do a thing in the middle where we <laughs> definitely gonna, hate ourselves. We're going to – so right now we have it scheduled to start at, like, 10 o'clock p.m. Yeah. So basically by the time we're done with that, we're it's going to just be the worst. Because we're going to – be so bad. We're gonna. It's gonna be late. We're gonna be tired. Everyone's gonna be like, "No, I don't even want to." Like, I, I Mario Party killed my want to play any more games. Oh, dude, you put Kirby's Air Ride in here. Fuck. Yeah, but like, if we got like a little bit of time left over while the GameCube or whatever is still plugged in, we'll play some Air Ride. I like that game. Air Ride sucks. But we got. Hey, whoa! <laughs> what if we play City Ride mode? Everybody likes City Ride. I don't like that game at all. All right, so we'll play Mario Power Tennis there instead. I don't know. Put some dumbass GameCube game in there. It's four players. I don't fucking no, dude. Shit. Sure. Yeah, but we got like a different. We got some combinations of games. Like the beginning block is gonna be like people playing some goofy PC games. Hopefully, 
Uh, we got a bunch of our favorite couch competitive games queued up, and we'll just kind of cycle through those as we kind of feel like it. Um, playing some Jackbox Party Pack 2 for sure. I don't know when that's exactly that's going to happen, but that is going to happen. I also had this idea to make Ryan play some spoopy games, some scary games. I like to get spoopy. Uh, and I don't know, like, I, I don't even know, like, we, we have to find games that are going to be spooky within, like, 30 minutes to an hour, though. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I was thinking Penumbra Overture, because I've been pressuring him to play that for a long time. You have. That wouldn't be scary, like, in that period of time. It's like a slow burn. So, Five Nights at Freddy's would probably work. Did you play the fourth one yet? I don't own it. You should buy it for, like, $6 and play it. Okay. Yeah, and then we just got, like, a mishmash, if you're... For some reason, some freaks are watching us. Like, maybe you're in a different country. Maybe you're in Saudi Arabia and you're watching, you tune in. Like, when you wake up in the morning, it just so happens to be 4.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we're just playing mm-hmm. some goofy stuff, trying to stay awake. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's going to be um, Ryan and myself and Joe. Uh, mm-hmm. We're in it for the long haul. There'll be some special guests along the way. It's true. Uh, we're going we're gonna to film a podcast in the middle of it. Yep. Yeah, we are. Kind of like we did with our our twenty or twelve hour stream, because mm-hmm. um, I thought that that was pretty good. So we're gonna, we're gonna just do, I just assume we didn't do that again because it was cool and it saves us the trouble of having to do it separately. Fact. Um, yeah, so that's gonna be fun, and we're raising money. So the whole point of Extra Life, you guys don't know, um, Extra Life is uh, it's a charity organization, um, and you when you when you do these marathon streams, you try and. It's sort of the equivalent of doing, like, the walk or breast cancer. So instead mm-hmm. of saying, I'm going to walk three miles, and for every mile I walk, I want you guys to pledge $2. Say, I'm going to sit on my butt and play 24 hours of video games, and then uh, you guys should give me money, and that money is going to go directly to a local hospital to ben- usually or cancer research organization or something like that that benefits, like, uh, mm-hmm. sick kids. So we're, we're specifically we're doing it for Boston Children's Hospital. Any money that we raise uh, is going to go right to them. And uh, I really hope that that you guys can, you know, if you guys are in a position to be able to pitch in a little bit, go for it. Give us something to, to keep going for. Um, we talk to our friends and family and stuff and hopefully, you know, get some viewers and make, raise a little bit of money for a good cause. Yeah. Have a little bit of fun along the way. That sounds like yeah. a good time, right? Yeah. So that's November 7th. I mean, one more podcast before then, so you will be we'll hearing about, about this again. again. Mm-hmm. In case you're just like, oh, but what they said when it was, just wait for the next one. We got you. Uh, but we also have a presence on the internet in the meantime, if you just, just want more. Um, uh, we're on iTunes. If you're listening to this on iTunes, take a moment to give us a review. I help spread the word. Um, if we ever get enough reviews in a short period of time, we can get a new and noteworthy. That'd be massive. That'd be sick. Uh, and but ultimately, that's not going to happen unless we, sp- we spread the word. So if you're listening to this podcast and you don't think it's the dumbest thing ever, find a friend who you think might like video games and let them know about us. Um, where we we are on iTunes, that's like kind of the, probably one of the better ways to do it. But you know we're on SoundCloud, um, Stitcher. Yep. So we still doing Stitcher. Uh, as far as I know, right, yeah. tech guy, you take you tell me about the the stuff. Um. Yeah, we're on Twitter. Yeah, we we're on tweet Vine. It, tweeted us. We make vines once in a while. I made a funny vine, but it was on my own account. 
That was a, that was a pretty good vine. I like that vine. Uh, the guy that when I wrote, I tagged Carl from online. I wrote IB, and then I put it on Twitter, and then he favorited it. So I felt pretty good. Oh man, he's your, he's a big fan. I know he's me and me and Carl from online are pretty. You tight. should probably talk to Carl from online about telling his friends about his man cast leave an iTunes review. Uh, uh yeah. We uh, what else do we do? We do Twitter. Uh, we have a Facebook. Hey, you just made us a Pinterest. I did, but there's nothing really happening there yet. Oh well, you're a piece of shit. I just did it like very recently. <laughs> uh, oh, well, on, obviously um, we have a Twitch. We we stream on Twitch when Ryan's computer isn't broken. I fixed it. He's so good it now, okay. so we're gonna be good for the extra. It's is it's just Twitch TV slash Bear versus Man Bear vs Man. It is. Um, just yeah. like everything else at Bear vs Man. Um, yeah. if you uh, got send us a fucking email yeah definitely do that because it's um, 2001 and emails are cool uh send us an email if you want us to uh, talk about something that you care about on the show questions at bear versus man.com that's true that's, that's the place you can go bear vs man.com yeah. that's 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 a hundred percent accurate um, it is it is i, I think that's it that's it that's i mean it. facebook twitter Got Facebook, all the big ones. Twitter. Bear for, bearversusband.com. That's a website. We do some we, light editorial stuff there. We do whatever we feel like. We're gonna, Let's get real here. Yeah, pretty, whenever we feel like it, we just do that. Um, I, we wrote some reviews a couple weeks ago. Maybe we'll Should, write some more in a couple I weeks. Might, Who knows? I might. Um, all right, that's it. Remember, guys. <laughs> deep, deep, skill, good. Dang. Keep, deep, keep it one. Deep, keep one on it. Deep, deep, skill. Deep, deep, skill.